This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Bratz with JLB Morelia, and you are listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast. Not even our Nido. Our fish head question of the week. Because people don't realize fish head doesn't just do Nido virus related things. They, you know, they do autopsy mm-hmm. or not, not autopsies, necropsies, all that other good stuff. But the question this week is well, let me pull it up. Was this episode 43? <clears throat> episode 41. 41. This is from our buddy Ryan Cox who asked. How would one go about testing non-snake species, turtles, lizards, etc.? And Fishhead and Company replied with... Try to breathe this time. Oh, all right, let me bring the channel it. Channel your inner breath. I'm to build up my chi. There you go. Uh, let's see. So... A specific protocol has not been developed for testing in non-snake reptile species. However, we can extrapolate from sampling procedures performed in other species and the propensity of the virus to infect the respiratory tract. The few reports of non-snake reptile nidovirus outbreaks are in shingleback lizards and Bellinger River snapping turtles. In both cases, sterilite swabs were used to collect samples from the oral cavity, conjunctiva, cloaca, and a wide wide array of organs were taken for evaluation, assuming these animals didn't make it. Uh, Samples were subjected to a variety of testing methods such as nucleic acid sequencing, virus isolation, real-time PCR, histopathology, and in-situ hybridization. Since these were both reports of novel or new strains of nidovirus, Comparison of a conserved region of the genome was used to identify the relatedness to other nidoviruses within the subfamily Toroverinae. Let's see. As in snakes, oral swabs at the level of the glottis or coena appear to be effective in picking up viral particles from infected shedding animals. The coena, if you don't know, for people who don't know, is the cavity-like... So you have the two rows of teeth, right, in the top of the mouth. Mm-hmm. The coen is like that deep channel that runs in the center uh, of that. So, uh, However, to identify the virus using the current molecular methods, we need to know the specific genic, genetic sequencing we are looking for. And with new strains being identified, the current molecular testing methods may not pick up an undescribed strain of the virus. <coughs> Furthermore, if we test other reptiles and they come back positive for nidovirus, there is no information to guide us on the clinical course of disease or the potential for transmission to other species. As we learn more about this nidovirus, about nidovirus and its ability to infect and cause disease in animals, we hope that many of these questions will be answered. Thank you for tuning in to this week's question. Keep them coming and share knowledge on nido. As always. Mm-hmm. Douglas is looking at me very judgingly. With your samurai bun. Yep. I gotta turn, dude. 
Yeah, I'm out of breath. <laughs> Kawena. Oh, man. <laughs> so much love. Okay. So, thank you, Ryan, for sending that in this week. Keep them coming, as always. Please, if you have questions, send them to us. Send them to Fishhead on either Facebook or Instagram. They have an Instagram and a Facebook page. Uh, we link it all the time, so scroll through our posts, especially on episodes when we mention them as uh, the sponsor. They're tagged in that, so you can find them on those. But, uh, okay. Dude, I've been like Russian, Russian, Russian. Relax, bro. Was that Travis Tritt song? I'm in a hurry to get things done. Russian, Russian, life's no fun. All I really gonna do is live and die. I'm in a hurry and don't know why. Yep, that, that's, that's a song. <coughs> that's, that's definitely a song, buddy. I have the voice of an angel. Anyways, let's get yes. Noah on here. We're going to talk about some Pituophis. Because e- a certain somebody has some Pituophis now. <clears throat> How are somebody. they? They are amazing, and I love them. Whoa. Whoa. Hello? Is there anybody in there? <laughs> I feel like E.T. right now. What's happening? Hello? Hello. Hey, how you hearing me over there? What's up? How's it going? Pretty, Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Can you hear us all right? Yeah, it's a slight echo, but I think the connection's good. That's uh, probably um... us. Because I'm sure yeah, uh, Jake is picking me up, and I'm picking him up a little bit. Yeah. If uh, the one way to be sure, if we could do, uh, if you could say Maclots real quick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like thirty yeah. seconds in. Yes, I, I love had it. it. Damn. I had it. I had. It. Oh man. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I had I had that in the holster. I had to take it out right away. He was waiting for it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that was that was glorious. I loved every second of that. Thank you so much. You just <sighs> made the, you just good. made this entire show. I, I'm gonna set I'm gonna set a tone. That's... <laughs> Everyone. Every, every, everybody's gonna roast you from that. Everyone can roast me all they want. I'm saying it the way it's spelled. Damn it. And I'm standing by, like I'm, I'm sticking to it. See, but you're not saying it the way it's well, spelled. So. I mean, I I mispronounce stuff all the time, you know. I I I'm, uh, I confuse legal with illegal all the time too. So. Well, shame on you. Yeah. Oops. So, how how goes it in South Carolina? <clears throat> It's hot. Oh, it's getting hot. It's getting warm. It's humid. It's really, really humid. That's the. It's been the weather's been nice, but it's 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 just been humid, and I've been I work outside, so I'm been sweating my full tail off out there. I work inside, but the AC's broken, so I've been sweating my tail Ooh. off too. 
No, hey, it's a it's a tough life smoking <laughs> cigars all day. Hey, hey, yeah, it is. If I envy if I envy anybody, it's you. You got the it's, dream job smoking he's cigars, a big cigar playing guy with too, snakes. So, yeah. I don't. What did you smoke today? Have you had anything? I had a Kristoff this morning. Oh, nice. What size? Yeah. I I am a generally a robusto guy just because uh, I'm usually pressed for time and I think it you know packs more flavor. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I'm usually ro- robusto toros uh, or like a torpedo. I I generally don't go bigger than that. <clears throat> I'm gonna send you some stuff at some point. I don't know when, but hey. I keep telling you I'm gonna do it, and I am. I just I you know I'm not, gonna get you the nothing. best of the best. Not for nothing, I have a birthday in two weeks. Ah, well, there you go. Pressure's on, Smitty. And Jake can go saying, in with yeah. me on it, then. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> You're the cigar guy. You know, I think they call that, what do they What do they call that, Aroma Craft? Weaseling? Weaseling, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. So. Weasel game is strong. I do like Roma Craft. Uh, right. uh, yeah, I've got Jake smoking I'll, some Roma Craft. Yeah, He's all about it. I like Roma Craft. It's, it's a big, it's a big jump from acid to. Uh, Roma. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't really. I've, he wasn't big on acid. He liked the Sweet Janes. Yeah, a lot, I like the Sweet Janes, but which yeah. is the Deadwood, which is still yeah. Drew Estate. How they can make the, a cigar that like is the same price as the acids, but the quality is that much better. Yeah, is, like the acid. Yeah, I don't. I didn't like the acids at all. I've, I've never <clears> had. Yeah. yeah, I was so blown away by the league guys because mm-hmm. I had such bad Drew Estates for so long. I was I was completely t- caught off guard by the Ligo, but that was a fine smoke. Which one did you have? Well, which ones have you had? I've, I've only had I've only had the nine. Oh man! So, then there's gonna be a T52 in that bag when I send it to you. Yeah, you, you've you, you've there's mentioned so that before with the ban- with the banana. I think you said kind of yeah, drop. a little bit. There's a little bit of a banana yeah. banana note there. I'll take. It. We can just we can just skip snakes today. We can. We do can. Let's do it. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I came here to talk right. about pits. If y'all are going to talk cigars the whole oh, time, yes. Let let us enter the wonderful world of pitch you office. Yes, oh. but real quick, welcome everybody. This is episode forty-one of the Herpeticulture <laughs> Podcast. I'm Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics, and I'm Jacob Brodsky, JLB Morelia, and we're joined by Mr. Noah Zaleznik. Oh, you pronounced it right. Look at that. Boom. I no, went out on the limb uh, on that yeah. one. I was like, I'm either going to so hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You're, you're, you're better than 75% of the substitute teachers I had growing up. Boom. There you go. Wow. Yeah, I was, uh, when when I was in school and college and stuff, I was always Bratz. Everybody thinks my last name is everybody thinks my last name is Bratz. This is the Bratz doll thing and I had your face posted over the doll. Yeah. I still have that on my phone. It's not see, it's ammo. not funny anymore because like I got made fun of so long for the Bratz doll thing. Oh really? Yeah, it, it doesn't affect me anymore. Now I feel a little bad. Yeah, I don't know. So really if I posted the Instagram, it's all good? I mean if you want, I don't oh, really, okay. you know. Okay. It's it's pronounced Bratz. It's not the same thing, but it's spelled the same. Like the hot dog. Yeah, like a brat. Because we're from Wisconsin, and that's you know, whatever. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, that's that, that's a good segue. Actually, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm a Wisconsin boy as well. Oh no way! Yeah, I'm oh. talking to you from sunny Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Sunny Eau Claire, Wisconsin. That's awesome. You know, I thought I was gonna ask because your accent sounded a little. Wisconsin-y. Yeah. Wisconsin-y? <laughs> Wisconsin-y, like? I could hear Did you mix, like, Michigan with Boston? No. <laughs> Pretty much. It just uh, certain words come out more so. Than... Is it like Fargo, where uh, everyone says yeah? 
it's like uh, it's like a less extreme version. That's more Minnesota. Yeah, um, but it's like a it's like a tamed down. You know? Yeah, it's a, it's a basically tamed down Canadian Minnesota. Gold bears. You know. Yeah, yeah. Wisconsin is basically known for <laughs> drinking, especially yeah. Eau Claire. Oh yeah, so, I you was... guys have Milwaukee's best up there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not much of a beer guy, but most of the state is. So. Oh yeah, no, Wisconsin's big. Yeah, I was I was born in Manitowoc, and right I've got family in New Holstein. My grandfather lived in Valders. I don't know if probably I don't know how many people know Valders, Valders Wisconsin. Planet on Star Wars, dude. It's like it's just little, small, <laughs> tiny town. Wisconsin basically, Wisconsin basically is hot like oh, six yeah. months out of the year. So, you know, yeah. oh, speaking of which, Oof. dude, I got one of these Calibri V cutters in today. Yeah, I gotta send you the link to this thing. This thing is amazing. <laughs> we had one at the shop, yeah. and after like two cigars of using it, I was like, I'm buying one of these things. Yeah, I've heard good things. I've never oh, used man. it. I've heard good things. I'm going to send you the link. They're surprisingly cheap. I think I, I didn't even pay 40 bucks for this one. And it's like, good. it's better than the sidecar ones by a long shot. Yeah, it's good to yeah. have a bunch of cutters, you know. I'm kind of a germ fold, so I never let anybody use mine, you know. Oh, my God, dude. Don't work in a cigar shop then, because you'll see dudes lick the end of a cigar, grab the shop I, I, cutter, uh, and then cut their cigars with it. Uh, and by the time they've done it and you've noticed it, it's too late. That's a hard no. That, 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 that cigar, no, no, one oh one. That's yeah, right up there with smelling. Well, that's right up there with smelling the cellophane in the humidor. Oh. <laughs> All right, I think it's oh, time. I think man. it's time to move on from cigars. Yeah, let's uh, move away from that. Cause I that hope just every, gets my blood. Burning. I hope everybody just yeah. fat. Anybody who doesn't like cigars, just fast forward yeah, through. You, 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 yeah, you can just hit that fifteen <laughs> second forward button here. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. So, you're a big colubrid guy. What are you currently keeping? I, I am primarily colubrids. Uh, I specialize in rat snakes, Kichuophis, and then I'm kind of um, into Australian pythons, as you know, too. So um, hey, hey. Uh, I think the bulk of my collection, obviously, is Kichuophis, but I'm looking around the room now. I got quite a bit of rats. You know, there's milks, corns, keys, you know. My brittles he did, is he, always here. He did produce some really nice corn snakes. You had some Abbott lines yeah, that you were selling, right? Because I hit you up about them. You're like, yeah, they're already gone. And I was like, shit. Yeah, yeah, those are. <laughs> I'm actually looking at them right now. Yeah, those are a fast mover. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love. Uh, and we'll talk about this later. I, you know, main, one of the main reasons I love the Pituophis is locality, and obviously that comes through a lot in the corns with, when you're talking about Okatees, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I'm still a sucker for the Abbott's line, even though that's kind of a, a no-no, you know, because it's not uh, it's not that pure Okatee. It's it's some line bread stuff, but uh, they're still pretty. I like them. I like them both, man. I like them both. Yeah, for sure. The Okatee, man. I, in my opinion, you can't, you can't beat, beat them. You can't beat a good Okatee. You can't beat a South I mean, Carolina Okatee. No, you can't. South Carolina has the yeah, best corn snakes I mean, in the world, and I, I will arm wrestle yeah, anybody I, who says otherwise. I'll fight anybody who says yeah. we don't have the yeah. nicest corns in the world. Yeah, I, you know it, it's funny too because I'll, I, I know plenty of uh, snake keepers that don't have any corns, but they'll have Okatees. You know. <laughs> yeah, you just know, because plenty, man, plenty of pit guys will have all these pits, and then they'll. Uh, you know, They'll have some Okatees too, which is, yeah. I don't know what it is about them, but it's just, they're just, just that natural beauty. Man, I found one, I, I used to work out on a plantation, and I found one that was just 
the most defined pattern. It was like this dark, dark orange, almost red, and these heavy blacks and all. Dude, it was it was insane. It was the prettiest corn I've ever seen, and it was a wild caught animal. It was it was yeah. nuts, man. <clears throat> But yeah, we don't uh, in Wisconsin. We don't have anything that exciting. Yeah, hey, you about, guys. You about guys, the coolest. You guys have fox snakes out there, don't you? Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say about the coolest thing you're apt to see is a fox. Yeah, and we okay. got bulls too, but the fox. The, the fox is probably more common to see, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's yeah, about but, it. Mostly, yeah. it's mostly eastern hogs and garters is what you'll see though. Hey man, I don't. I love eastern hogs. So I was surprised that's... that they, their range went up that far. Yeah, I, did, I found I out about that recently, know. and I, I was really amazed that they, they were all the way up there. But wow. Yeah, and if you go, if you go uh, one state over to Minnesota, they get the western and the eastern. So hognose snakes. Mm. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I had no so. idea westerns went out that way. Yeah. So. Wow. Huh. Learn yeah. something new every day. Anyways, right. well, ho- ho- hopefully we we can learn some a lot a lot of new stuff today. Oh yeah, I sure hope so. I'm here to learn a lot of stuff about uh, about Pituophis, yeah. so you so can how, you can just how, jump how on in. The, how, how you liking the pits so far, Jake? I really really like them. They're I just uh, I've 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 loved the the genus for so long literally since i was a little kid i've, mm. I've loved gopher bulls pines you know mine was mm-hmm. the, the pines you know we have around here i've always loved them well i say around yeah. here they're basically non-existent in this area <laughs> but in south carolina mm. um but mm-hmm. i just i never got around to keeping them and I, I i don't know why i just never i never did it and i was at a show the other day and I saw one, and I was like, "I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get into these. Finally, it's right here. I've got it. Living your Boom. best life. So I did it. I bought it. That's right. And it was the greatest, Yo. greatest decision. And then two days later, I bought another pair. So yeah, that, that's that's what I'm saying. They're they're addictive. I mean, they're basically. Uh, I mean, you, you there's enough morphs out there for people that like morphs. There's plenty of locality. I mean. You can't get a snake that's more agreeable to eat. They're, you know, their husband trees, you know, pretty easy. They're a very hardy animal. I mean, breedings, I mean, they're just, they're like a, they're like a corn snake with size and lots of personality. Yeah. And that's one thing that I like about them, like more is the, is the, the size that they get. I think they get, you know, a nice, a nice hefty, you know, size for, you know, a colubrid, um, and not even not even their size. I mean, I, I'm looking at some in my room here. I got uh, I got some adult northern pines that are probably every bit of seven eight. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, yes, but, sir. <laughs> but it, it, it's not. I mean, if you were just to look at them, I mean, you would think practically double that just because they have such a presence about them. Mm-hmm. They're so thick and you know yeah. intimidating. And, yeah. Well, I was telling you about that one at the. I I worked at Spring Island, mm-hmm. and they had mm-hmm. the northern there. And man, right. that thing—if it was going off—you could hear that thing across the yeah. building. Like it was so yeah. loud, and that thing was so huge. Every day when it was feeding day, I was freaking terrified of this thing. <laughs> Here's why, okay? Let me lay it out for you. <laughs> so, let me lay it out for you. We had it. it its hide was literally like an uh, alligator snapping turtle shell or something. Mm-hmm. Like okay. A turtle shell. I don't know where it came from. It was huge. Like not like a cooter or something like that. Like mm-hmm. a big turtle. Yeah. And so I had this rat, and it never came out from under that shell. I never saw it. 
but I would always hear it because anytime I was in the cage, changing the water, oh, started hissing immediately. <laughs> it was like the freaking dog from the sand lot. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> straight up. And so I have this rat and I could never see it, but I could hear it. And so I'd put the rat in the front of the hole of that thing. And you want to talk about like force? That thing hit that thing so hard. The entire shell would yeah. like jump up and like substrate Jeez. would freaking go everywhere. And, that, and I just, uh, I closed the door and I was like, next. And, that, just, and that's done. what I thought was so cool about the bull because I fed him a couple days after I got him. I threw him a fuzzy. And, you know, Ooh. I've been keeping pythons for so long now. Like I've, I, I'm used to a snake grabbing it, wrapping it up and then eventually swallowing it, you know, several minutes later. Mm. No, not the complete opposite. I, I stuck the fuzzy in front of this thing and he, he rears back and just hits it as hard as he can and immediately just starts swallowing it and shaking it around and it was it was and so you give cool. Give me a hard time about feeding right after something. Like that. <laughs> do right after. Yeah, right? felt but, pretty good, yeah, didn't I'm, it? Shut up. Yeah, I mean that, that that's the thing with those guys too because a lot of the snakes, you know, are ambush predators. They'll hang out in the wild, wait for something to cross. But with pits. I mean, they're hunters, so they're going mm-hmm. down into, um, you know, gopher holes or whatever. And a lot of times, they, they, A, they don't have time. B, they don't know what they're going to encounter. And so a lot of times when they're eating, they're not even constricting. They're just, like, pinning against yeah. the hole and kind of almost smothering. And I yeah. remember so, mine. I had a bull snake years ago that did that. It was a little one. And I'd notice he'd do that. He'd, it would be frozen. It'd be dead. But he didn't care. And he'd, like, downward. pin it right to the side of yep. the tub. And he'd just hold it there. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, that's such a bizarre I mean, sort of adaptation to have. Like, it's almost it's almost a form of cons- – yeah. it's more like a form of uh, suffocation. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what constricting yeah. is – you know, mm-hmm. it, it's all it is, but that maybe that's just their form of suffocation. That's well, pretty oh, wild, though. I that's mean, nuts. It, it works for them. You know, evolution yeah. doesn't make mistakes. It uh, <laughs> it works for them. They're savage. They're savage beasts, and it just goes with their personality. You know, so that thing yeah. was impressive, remember, though. Yeah, it, yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about. I mean, presence. I mean, the first time I saw one was a wild bull snake here in Wisconsin and i was i couldn't if because if you ever encounter one and it doesn't have to be in the wild i mean those two they'll still do this in captivity but they put on such a show i mean mm-hmm. they're literally made they're literally made unlike any other snake i mean the the, the pituophis the pines the gophers and the bulls are literally made to hiss they have what's i mean that's what their namesake means pituophis basically loosely translates to mucous membrane Oh, so mm-hmm. there's this thing attached to them that goes right to the glottis that basically allows air to pass through. So they're, I mean, they're the loudest hissers, hissers on the planet. And on top of that, you know, they're puffing, they're rattling, they're, you know, soft striking, you know, what I call headbutting. Um, and, I mean, they're just, they put, just put on a show and you can see why nobody would want to mess with that you know yeah right i i i've told everyone i they are one species that i would totally let somebody who's not a snake person uh, give a pass on to mistake for a rattlesnake like 100 <laughs> yeah, percent. Sure. like i got in so i got in my fork lines uh just a few days ago and the uh the female was hissing her her full mm-hmm. head off but man it's just i i've heard a lot of rattlesnakes and that's pretty darn close it's obviously different yeah. but to somebody yeah. who doesn't know yeah. well they you know they have the same pose they have a similar pattern you yeah. know especially if you look yeah. at the the gophers or bull i don't know what they're called in texas i think gophers 
Um, uh, we get, well, we get, we got a lot of uh, bulls down there. I'm I'm looking at some right now outside of uh, Keensville, Texas area. Okay. Uh, I found I found the only wild pit I found was in Corpus Christi, Texas, um, and it was completely chill, absolutely fine. We I, found I one picked on it right one up. Pine on yeah, Island, yeah. and it wasn't chill. No, but this, <laughs> I picked it right up. Got a bunch of pictures. It, it was awesome, but their their patterns just look so much like a western diamondback again if you mm-hmm. don't know what you're looking at obviously us as snake people right. like it's it's obvious but for somebody mm-hmm. somebody without that trained mm-hmm. eye they hear that hiss they see the tail rattling in the leaves they see that pattern i mean how could you not no. you know they're, like uh, i think they're, i i think they're, they're I, go ahead they're expert they're experts at mimicry that's what the, that's what they're yeah. uh, doing <laughs> and it's, it's funny you, it's funny you mentioned that because um uh, and around my area in Wisconsin here, I'm on the, uh, like, a f- not, not, not like a first responder, but like if, um, anybody encounters, uh, wild snakes at some property and they're afraid and they call the police, they have my number to go rescue it, you know? Oh, wow. And so I've gotten probably over the years, probably 20 or so, 20, Uh-oh. 30 wait, calls. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, oh. You've probably gotten what? 20 what? I said... 20 or 30 different uh, calls saying I have a rattlesnake on my uh, property. Come and move it. And uh, 100% of the time, it's a wild bull that got into somebody's shed and yeah. is scared and it's putting on a show. But, um, I mean, uh, of the three of the bulls and the, the pines and the gophers, uh, I, w- I would say the bulls put on the most show. They're, uh, uh, they're primarily bluff. I mean, mm-hmm. I have been bit a couple of times, and if you go in the wild, you will get hit but uh i mean they're once they're just basically little neurotic assholes that get scared and, uh, <laughs> i mean they just they just want to get away from you more yeah. than anything so yeah they're yeah. unless 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 they smell food man i have i have snakes that i can pull the tub out rub their heads you know slap them around if i wanted to no problem but the moment there's mice in this room or rats i mean they're, they're coming lunging you can forget me. about it my dad has some yeah. Eastern kings that are psychotic like that. Oh, he opens I was the tub say, and they're yeah. gone. Yeah, I was gonna say the only thing that I've experienced that can rival the beating response is Gitchless, and uh, yeah, Gitchless are pretty bad. But it's yeah, it's like a it's like a giant king basically as far as mm-hmm. beating response, and mm-hmm. less likely less likely less likely to eat their own damn tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they're uh, I tell you, man, there's something else, and that the. I have never had a snake do this to me until I handled a bull, and I, it was the weirdest thing. I, I I almost don't know how to explain it, but I took out the male fork, and he was pretty chill. He hissed a little bit, but he, he didn't have much of a problem. But he was literally backing his entire body out of me, out of my hands. Like normally my, my carpets will just back their heads up and kind of turn around. No, they, he was uh, moving his entire body backwards out of my hand. probably feeling it. Cause it, I noticed it was some the weirdest thing. It was, like, I've, they'll be backing yeah. up, but they'll yeah. be feeling with their tail. Like they're looking for an exit. Yeah. I've and never, so their whole body just, yeah, I've never felt that before. Like, and it, I was so hard to hold on to. Like mm-hmm. she, he just kept going backwards. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, this isn't normal, you know? And it, yeah, it was that, just that, so that's, odd. That's their end game. They're end game just to get the hell away yeah. as fast as possible yeah know? so I, I could tell she or uh, he was obviously upset so I was like alright we're just gonna leave you alone for the evening I just wanted to check you out 
um, but it was it was so odd. I've never had that before. But they're just I find them so unique in in so many different ways. Yeah. You know, um, you know, it, it, I I don't know if it's one of those things where I'm just you know partial to them, but I I do believe that they have a little higher intelligence than mm -hmm. uh, certainly a lot of clubrids and a lot of other snakes they just seem more alert you know definitely more than chondros that is one thing yeah. I, that's one <laughs> thing i did i've already noticed with you know i haven't been keeping these long you know i i don't i <laughs> this is all new to me so i'm still learning a lot but like i try to observe all my stuff and today i walked into where my pits are you know they're in a different room from everything else and as soon as I walked in, I looked down, and the female of the fork lines I, I had just got, you know, as soon as I looked in, she poked her head out and just, like, looked up and started, like, kind of looking around at everything. She was out of – she was – her whole body was in her box, but as soon as I walked in, she just poked her head out and lifted it up the and looked yeah. around. I was yeah. like, man, they're just <clears throat> curious, you know? Well, yeah, me and Noah very, were talking curious. about them the other night, and he he said they're, like, the brettles of colubrids. Okay. Yeah, I, that's I, a good – I mean – yeah, they're very alert. They're they're very hardy. Like I heard you guys talk about you know, how well you keep brittles. They you know they don't mind if it's too hot, too cold. I mean, bulls are like that. I basically for my bulls uh, a space heater. I'm in Wisconsin, and a space heater for their rooms heats them fine, so they can handle you know the pretty cold. And and I'm looking at some of them here. I mean, I got a pl plenty of eastern say so that's not you know far. Wisconsin. I got some Kankakees, so that's Illinois. That's how far away. So Ooh, I, I'm, on a, a, I'm on a list for those. He's man. got his eyes on. I those. want Kankakees so yeah. bad, dude. Yeah, the, oh and these are God. these are particular. These are particularly dark. The, the strain I have are particularly dark, so it really Ooh. makes that brown jump. So it gets more of that contrast when you because right. it's like jet black, and then so it brings out the lighter browns. And well, you know, if you ever reproduce, cool, if you cool ever reproduce those. Just you know, yeah, they're let, let me know. Yeah, they're a pretty animal. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. Um, I think the thing I like yeah, about and, those the most was the black band that goes yeah, over the eyes that, and that then down the side. Yeah, patch. Yeah, yeah, it's really that's, cool. That's, but yeah, so the, that preocular scale that blends into the, mm -hmm. so, the pattern. Yeah. You know. So going back to temperatures real quick, do you keep them all at ambient or do you have hot spots or how how do you how do you do that? Yeah, for all, for all my pits, they're heated solely by. Um, the room temperature so i have a space heater going pretty much 24 hours a day and how much for them what's your what's your ambient temp at what about thereabouts um uh i'd say during the day probably rocking around 75 and then i'll cool it cool it to about 70 at night and is that year round uh well when they're not in formation you know oh so that's like so that's like summertime temperatures yeah, let, yeah, spring, summer, yeah. Wow. I'll start shutting them down in the fall, and then I'll completely shut them down come winter. Wow, okay. And that is that for – you do that for all your pits? Yep, all my pits are heated solely, but they don't have any additional cage heating. Wow. They're solely uh, controlled by the, uh, the space heater. And then some of my pythons will have additional, you know, cage right. heating. But, right, um, wow, that's actually really good to know because I've been, I've been you know – debating on running heat pads and stuff how i should do that but my house normally stays around 77 well at least when the ac is working right now the ac is not working so my windows are open but if, yeah. if they I mean, do south fine carolina, you, you should you shouldn't have too much trouble out in south carolina yeah, and like we yeah. were talking about earlier just the, the hardiness of them too you know i mean they just 
right the temperatures it doesn't affect him as much as a lot of the more sensitive stuff i've worked with some pretty sensitive rat snakes and stuff that uh were pretty uh temperamental uh when it came to the uh, the temperature were pretty fragile but yeah um gophers gophers seem to be a little little more touchy um i don't i don't know if you saw the photo i posted the other day of uh my vertebrae atlas so that's the that's the cape gopher i posted mm. the other day mm-hmm. but i i did yeah. i think so yeah so they're they're really that 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 uh that species in particular kind of helped make me fall in love with uh gophers in particular i remember when i saw a picture of these guys in a book and i thought i was looking at four separate snakes at once um it, it looks like if a schizophrenic designed a snake the cape the cape gopher I mean, it's like <laughs> three three or four snakes going on at once and i was just like i have to have this like how is this right how is this a, a thing and then i as i researched this more i was like this isn't a morph or anything this is just a naturally occurring <laughs> snake i just i just could not i just could not wrap my head around that and to this day i think that's probably about the one of the best looking naturally occurring snakes wow. out there yeah for sure uh the, the ones i i kind of it, it's not as extreme with the like the looking like four different snakes but i see that in the uh, the mexican pines and that how they just oh, yeah. how they just change so much from from the yeah, top they, half to the bottom half yeah janis are a good example of that yeah. hey, there's just uh, I just love everything about them, man. Just to get their their wild types are so cool. Me, I love the localities. That's really, to be mm-hmm. honest, I really don't have much of a desire to keep any of the morphs. I I really don't. But the locality yeah. stuff, I I just I want to get anything I can get my hands on. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, as I get older, I, that's how I feel too. I mean, I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth because I'm looking. I just had, you know, a scaleless Texas rat give me a dirty look, and you know, a, a, a snow, a, 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 but uh, yeah, I mean, lo- locality is where it's at to me. I just, I just geek out about it. Just mm-hmm. actually, just the other, just the other day, I was uh, bored, so I pulled up Google Maps, Google Earth, and I did an aerial, I did an aerial view of of Keensville, Texas, where uh, the Keensville uh, bulls are, the, the Keensville red bulls, if you've ever seen those, are from. And uh, looking at an aerial view of the area they're from, you could totally see how these guys survive in there. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just nothing but red clay. You could just totally see how they could ah, blend right in there, you know. And it's just, it just, it's just something about it that just, just you know. And I'm looking at like, like the Florida pines and something like that. How they can differ so much mm-hmm. between counting, you know. How a Duval County looks different than you know a lot of the other counties in Florida. Just you know, it's just that. And you know, like we talked about earlier, the Kankakees. Just, I mean, yeah. There's, there's. I don't. I've never seen so many localities within a genus before. Like, I, I pulled up a whole. Uh, my buddy sent me a website for, um, for you know, all the localities and stuff, and you know, the all the scientific names, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, uh, I pulled up this website, and there were just so many. I was like, what in the world, man? And it was just yeah. so cool looking through them all because they're all different, you know, in their own way. Mm-hmm. You know, it, they're all For they sure. all have their own thing about them that is just so cool. And I don't know, I just, I find them all absolutely it's fantastic. Strange that the stuff that I want the most as far as colubrids is all the stuff that we have here. No, I like don't, I want I don't if think I want so. if I'm getting into Pituovis, I want the ones we have native here, yeah. which are yeah the northerns. Yeah, 
You're you're a cheap date. <laughs> <laughs> and then king snakes. Like aside from gray bands, the only other king snakes I want Eastern. are eastern. <laughs> but I don't want the nor I don't want the ones from like Virginia. I want the ones from like yeah, here. The eastern kings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, and then but, corn snakes. I just want local corn yeah. snakes. Like it's just it's really. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. When it comes to that, you guys are spoiled though. I mean, you got about the yeah. best when it comes to corn snakes. It, it, yeah, we are. It's. Yeah, and you know it's funny that you say you know how much the the pines vary from county to county. Mm-hmm. You know, in Florida, mm-hmm. it's that's exactly how it is in South Carolina, yep. or in in Buford, yeah. I should say. You know, you can I mean, any, you can be up the coast. yeah, you can be on the island mm-hmm. and then drive thirty minutes in, you know, and find you know one corn snake is com- really really yeah, light in color, and, you know, and real faded pattern. Orange, yeah, yeah, you know, it, they're there's mm-hmm. just. They change so much. I don't know. I'd get northern pines though. That would be yeah, the ones I, that I, I do. Would, yeah. I would do. Yeah, they're I, they're probably on my list. They're probably they gotta be. If if if, if I mean, you, if I had a gun to my head, and you said you had to, you know, keep two or three species, I think I think northern pines would be about the top of the last. Those and brittles, I think. Well, it'd be cool because, like, the reason I want one is because of that huge one we had at the Nature Center I worked at. Like, it'd be so cool to have a colubrid that's not a crybo that's, like, that big. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Crebo. Did you just say crybo? Crebo. Crybo, crebo, tomato, tomato, macklets, macklets. No. Oh, my God. Not this again. I was trying to be polite as the guest. I didn't say anything. No, did you, you tell tell me you caught that? Yeah, I, I did. did. I, did. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. Crybo. What? He he he's gonna send me cigars. I can't be making fun. Ooh, ooh, buddy. Crebo. Crebo, buddy. No, no. If we want to get literal, it's a crebo. Crebo. It's a crebo. Well, in American English, it's ooh. crebo. Ooh. I'm not gonna touch that one. Bring it on. I'm not gonna no. add this to the no, list of stuff we've, I'm not backing yeah, down. Yeah, we've gone through yeah, this. You, you just you're just a hipster and you want to be different from everybody, so you say things stupid. That's basically <laughs> all it comes down to. So continue. I'm not taking, Conti- continue I'm on not with taking, your silliness. Taking crap from the guy that said papaya for like four months. Okay, okay? well I'm not gonna I'm gonna not st- stop giving I, crap to the guy I, who I, let me say it for four months. At least I call I you out on it. When you say something I feel, dumb, I, I call feel, you out. I feel a little bit like a marriage counselor right now. He just doesn't appreciate. It. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyways, moving on. Now. He doesn't touch I'll me make, anymore. I'll make fun of. Ew. I'll make he fun takes of me for granted. <laughs> I make him dinner. I dress in sexy lingerie, and he just goes and plays with a snake. Oh my god! Doesn't know. even look at me. I, I'm, I don't want to be a part of this conversation. <laughs> Ten ply, bud. What? Ten ply. They don't make a toilet paper that thick. No, but it's really soft. What are you talking You're about? You're soft. You're 10-ply, bud. That doesn't even make any sense. You're soft. What about 10-ply like soft. sheets of wood? That's hard. They no. put that on the windows. Ain't nothing You're coming soft. through that during a hurricane. You're dumb. <laughs> Whatever. I just, I'm... Anyway, what were you... I don't know. You derailed it. I'm sorry, dude. I couldn't, I, can't pronounce... I couldn't ignore that one. That one, that was worse Crebo. than... That was worse than Macklitz. I'm not going to lie. That one, Crybo. That was... That's a... Ooh. Ooh, that makes me cringe. Anyways, sorry. Anyways, a colubra that isn't a crybo. Uh, 
Continue. It would be cool to have an, an, a, 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 pitch, a, a pitch you over cell be that big. Like, you got me yeah. all flustered and, like, and I can't talk right. Yeah, and, and like I said before, I mean, you know, they, Just, may be, you know, they may be six, seven, eight feet, but I mean, you'd swear they're double that. Just made me sound like Simple Jack on Tropic Thunder. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I'm trying to. <laughs> I just had a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> God. But yeah, that's and that's you know that's why I've always been I've always been attracted to colubrids like that you know um, Kribos and colubrids. Oh my God! There you, there you go. Let's just, let's just add him. <laughs> just keep throwing him on. Down the road. <laughs> I do P- pronounce him like that sometimes by accident. I don't know why. I, I just I naturally I'm like call you Brids. I can't. You did that the other day. Why do you say everything so stupid? <laughs> that's not. I mean, that's how like the British dudes pronounce it. Not yeah, you're, it you're not British. I'm you're not, not British. It's okay if you're British. Call you Brids. Oh God. It's not wrong. I know, I know it's not, but I just I find it funny. I'm sorry, I'm you not make a me laugh. full-blooded American. You These make colors me laugh. don't run. You make me laugh, man. It's okay. I'm gonna watch the NASCAR and drink Natty Light. Do body shots South off Carolina. my sister. Your South Carolina showing. <laughs> That's right. Oh man. Anyways, that was. Woo. All right, I need to breathe. All right. But yeah, that's uh, that, I've always. I've always been attracted to the larger Gosh. colubrids and, you know, yeah. the like the Kribos. I, I, and, I mean, you, you get the advantage of having a big snake, but it's not like a, a crazy unmanageable size, you know, like a Burmese python or something. You right. know? And then you have, you have the husbandry of a colubrid, so it's not like you got to, you know, all these drastic changes to right. your daily life, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just. And you know. if anyone breaks into your house and pisses it off, I guarantee you they're going to take off before they even get to that room. <laughs> they're they're going to take. If I heard that in the middle of the night, I'd be no, like, Let's get "There's a dragon in there." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if if I was if I was a drug dealer, I'd probably keep my stash in like a pine snake's cage. You know, and nobody's going near that. I mean, they're an intimidating. Yeah. Like when they get big, like yeah, that's man, an intimidating snake. Like that's, when it clearly doesn't yeah, have. That's no joke, one, man. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, when they, when they're and they're puffing up, I mean they they have presence like no mm-hmm. other snake I've ever seen. You know, they're and like I, the Randy know. Macho Man Savage of colubrids. Oh yeah, <laughs> free slim jams for the kids. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I mean really, I mean the only thing you have to r- really worry about with them is just how crazy fast they metabolize. It's insane. Like you can't I did notice that with the one <laughs> yeah. that I had, it was like that's I would what... feed it. And then two days Dude. later it was gone. That's like what... the lump disappeared. Like it was like liquid. Literally, That is like the first yeah. thing everybody says about pits. They're like, I, I like them. It. I just don't want to clean it's up gone. after. Them. <laughs> it's... Yeah, I mean, you can't, it's incredible. Uh, and when you get when you get a size when you get a collection of substantial size, I mean, you can't have a designated cleaning day because <laughs> every you know, day is cleaning. Just always cleaning <laughs> yeah, it. pretty much. You know. Jeez. Do and, you, do you uh, just yeah, use aspen and, or and what kind of substrate crazy. do you use? Something uh, absorbent. For, for my uh, yeah, for my for my pits, I use uh, uh shavings just because uh, aspen shavings. I mean, there's they're well, they're so act yeah, no, they're so shavings. active that. <laughs> they're so active that any you know uh, i've tried you know newspaper or paper mm-hmm. towel in the past and they're so active that they're basically wicking that instead of the water bowls or mm-hmm. rounding up and it's just right yeah that... became, 
my non pits I use paper, but um, with the pits it's just too it's just too hard. You're constantly you know readjusting paper and stuff. Yep. With the with the um, with the bedding I'll do spot cleaning and then about probably I don't know every two weeks I'll do a complete change out of the bedding. Mm. Um, so it, you know, you gotta be on your toes about it, but, uh, you know, just that fast metabolizing and, you know, I would, I'm one of the guys that make the argument that as a whole, uh, the hobby probably overfeeds, you know, mm-hmm, uh, when it comes to other stuff, when it comes to other stuff, especially Amen. your boa, when your boas and stuff, but when it comes to pits, because they're so active and because they metabolize at such a fast rate, I mean, you're, you're going to throw two rats in there for an adult a week. And, you know, I, I, I would not, I, I'd call that, you know, I would not call that extreme by any means, you know, two rats a week. Wow. I mean, the, the one I had, man, I would feed it. And then like, I swear lot. to God, a day later. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Out, yeah. I mean, in yeah, one end, out the it, other, like that's 48 so, hours, no that's, problem. It's that's weird. so, it's cringy to me to do like, oh, twice a week. I'm like, it's like Ooh, yeah. it makes me, it makes my yeah. skin crawl. <laughs> That's about the and and you won't notice you know you won't notice any fat deposits or anything like you would for anything else that size doing two rats a week just because again they metabolize so fast and they're so active mm. um, you know two days later you know you'll you'll do a you know a, a retired breeder rat on some of the adults bulls or pines and it like two days later you can practically see the rat face when they shit you know <laughs> dude that <laughs> is insane yeah. man you i mean do you so, ever do anything with with like feeding them smaller meals just more often or is it just like i feel like it doesn't gotta keep them up to like a certain level matter. and that's how you do it yeah i mean with, with me it basically uh, a lot of it de- uh depends on supply um a lot of people a lot of pit people will will breed their own mice and rats, you know, mm-hmm. keep them. But I mean, you'd have to have if you feed them that much. Yeah I, have, yeah, I have a full-time job and wife and kids, so I don't have, and I hate mice dealing with mice and rats, yeah. so I just buy large orders of bulk. Thank you, know. you. That is exactly what I do. I can't, I don't want to, yeah. people are like, why don't you just breed your I'll own breed stuff? breed my I'm own like, if dude, I have the space to do no, it. No, I do not. Do I do not want to deal with well, rats. You know how nice they it is to be able to just go no. out of the freezer and get whatever you want when you need it? No. At, at that point, at that point, you're more of a a mouse breeder than you are a snake breeder. I mean, exactly. you're spending more time with the rodents than the snakes. It's just... Yeah, it's in my eyes, you know, it, it sounds cliche, but time is money. As much time you're going to be spending in there dealing with the rats and stuff, I. Nah. If you're spending thousands of dollars on mice a year. Yeah, I, I mean, that, you, that, it'll be that expensive. Okay, that's yeah. fine. There, there's, there's, I mean, there's no, there's no perfect answer. Yeah, um, it's, just, but, it's all preference, really. I, I just don't yeah. feel like dealing with live rodents. I really don't. I don't feel like breeding them. Like if that shed was empty, I really well, don't. You better believe I'd be doing some mice no. there. Uh, nope, mm. that's not, not for me. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if you got the time, you definitely save money. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like the whole, you know, fucking. Um, the the breastfeeding versus formula argument really uh-huh. you know it's probably cheaper to pump your own titty milk but do you want to you know yeah i mean there's, there's probably there's probably better analogies out there but just off the top of my head there's I mean, one that came to mind i mean you're you're a guy so i'm not surprised yeah. i mean oh man that's funny yeah but um yeah we uh yeah, they're they're definitely a just definitely a fun genus, and I I, I find 
I learn stuff about them too all the time, you know, just mostly on their behavior and just, you know, you, and they definitely let you know, and that's another thing why I like them is, uh, they definitely let you know when they're having a bad day, you know, they're mm-hmm. not going to just, when, when I was younger, I messed around with rosy boas a lot. I, had I some hate rosy and, boas. You know, you'd be holding a rosy boa. <laughs> And the next second, it's be just chewing biting on you. you. Yes. Oh yeah. my God, dude. I hate rosy bows for that exact reason. Yeah. yeah no. You don't have that problem with pits. You, I mean, you're getting warned. Yeah. You know? They're, they're letting you know, you know, again, it's like, a, you know, uh, I always say rattlesnakes. I mean, their rattles are literally nature's alarm system and it goes the same mm. for, for, you know, pits. It's, you know, they're so loud and like that, you know, for a reason they're saying, Hey, you know, screw off. Yeah. Like, I'm going to mess you up if you don't leave me yeah. alone, you know? It's, yeah. So. One thing that I thought was interesting, because I was reading about Northerns after we were talking about them the other day, is on the Savannah River Ecology mm. Lab website, it has a mm. little section that talks about their habits, and it says, Pine snakes are oviparous, lay their eggs in June through August. They are known to build communal nests with several females laying eggs in one spot. What? Mm. Which I thought was interesting, because I didn't... Yeah, know that I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's, that'd be pretty cool to stumble yeah, upon something like that. A just, bunch of yeah. pine eggs. Jeez, it, it'd be cool or terrifying depending on who you are. Cool yeah. for us. <laughs> Definitely cool for us. So, um, one thing I wanted to uh, ask you about a little bit is um, your your cooling. So you said during spring, summer, you leave them about ambient of 75, drop them a little bit at night. Um, for cooling, mm-hmm. how, how low do you drop them during your, your cold season? Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to, I do a full brumation uh, mm-hmm. for all my colubrids. So I'm shutting the heat off completely. Um, you know, take it away their photo period. So it's uh, I'm basically trying to simulate the natural environment as much mm-hmm. as possible. So, right. you know, I'm hit, I'm hit, you know hitting that uh, right around the 40, 40 degrees, and okay. uh, you know it, it, it depends too. And, and they have kind of like an internal clock. I mean, it, it's more than just you know their photo period and their time. You know, it's it's uh, they could I think they can sense the pressure outside too, the right. barometric pressure. So I mean, they're up whether you want them necessarily to be uh up that early or not uh this past winter in wisconsin we had a we had a brutal ass winter like one of the worst we've ever had and it, it extended it, it, it extended so late that i kind of got uh kind of a they didn't come out till you know probably about a month later than they usually do just Jeez. because it was still so still so cold outside yeah um but uh yeah i mean they're you know they're pretty forgiving compared to a lot of other stuff you know the 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 spermatogosis isn't as uh crucial with them as some of your more uh, fragile snakes i mean i've never uh this this uh year before last i had my still waters produce like a record number for me i I think they uh i think the female shot out like 24 eggs and i think 21 of them were good so wow yeah, that's so. that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? You're watching a tree frog annihilate some bugs on the oh window. My gosh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just—I'm just watching him hop across the window. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's uh, that's awesome. 
That, that's that's really awesome. So, of of all your pits, you know, what what's your favorite? You know, would they be would pits, bulls, and pines be different subspecies of pituopus? Right. Um, yeah, yep. There, so the pituopus contains the the bulls, the pines, and the gophers. And, and until about, uh, I'd say probably about uh, maybe ten years or or, or so ago, um, gophers were, were list, listed right along the bulls as members of say I. But since since then, they uh, reclassified them, and so gopher snakes are you know have their own species and bulls are they're not all say i but yeah you get your right. you got your pines your your bulls and your gophers and those are mostly broken down to scalation uh-huh. and geography basically okay i gotcha i gotcha okay so of of those what's your which one which group is your favorite and what is what's the biggest difference between the three Oh, that's a good question. Um, uh, it's kind of like asking what's your favorite kid, you know, it's right. just whatever, whatever <laughs> one's, whatever one's, you know, the nicest to you lately. Um, right. Right now, <laughs> Whichever one's not right biting now, me today. <laughs> yeah. Right now I'm really feeling the pines. If I, I'd have to, I'd have to say my pine barren pines mm-hmm. are probably my favorite. So as, as a whole, I'd say pines are probably my mm-hmm. favorite. And, uh, I, I don't know. It just that's just something about it. I, I, again, I probably anthropomorphizing a little bit here, but uh, I think they, uh, you know, they like I said earlier, they they seem to be a little more intelligent than mm-hmm. others, and I and I think there is a certain degree of kind of learning their uh, earning their trust a little bit and their respect. You know, there's 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 a bit of a learning curve when mm-hmm. it comes to pits. You know, you can't. You can't just go in there willy nilly and pull one out. You know, mm-hmm. if you've never, if you've never been around a snake, even if you've been around, you know, larger pythons or what, um, the handling's not the same. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, they're very neurotic little creatures. Um, so, you know, like generally, what you would do with a python probably is you you let them know you're there. You kind of rub them with the hook a little bit, and then kind of grab them if you do a lot of that herky jerky movement with pits i mean that's just gonna annoy them and it's gotta be all swift movements you know just Mm -hmm. i'm opening i'm pulling out and and you know part of it i think they kind of recognize my smell and sight a little bit because i'm basically the only one they ever see Mm -hmm. and so there's i think there's a certain level of familiarity there Mm -hmm. but uh pines uh are a little less forgiving uh, bull snakes are you're gonna get a lot of bluff you know uh, any unless there's food involved any times my bulls are hissing or puffing or doing whatever nine out of ten times they're not gonna do anything especially when I take them out of the cage if I'm gonna get bit at all it's gonna be going in once they're out of the cage they're not gonna do anything right. uh, pines pines they pack there's a little more substance so they're um, you know the bluff it's uh they're gonna warn you but they're eventually gonna they're eventually gonna bite you and yeah they do stern, they stern do pack fair. a pretty good they do pack a pretty good punch with the uh with the size of their head they get some good torque you know there's some velocity hitting you i mean you're gonna feel it yeah i can imagine you know just what the size that they're they're powerful animals you know it's that's very obvious even with smaller ones but i would imagine an adult would could lay a whopping on yeah if, mm-hmm. if you wanted i would i tell For you sure. what i wouldn't want one of those things latching down on me and like trying to hold on you know yeah I feel like I mean, those are kind of i feel like they're kind of the the pit bulls of you know the, the yeah. snake world I mean, you know you, the rapper you, uh, you, shut up yeah exactly <laughs> yeah 
They uh, they let you know you're getting bit for sure. Yeah, they're, Mr. They're Worldwide. Just, dude, shut up. I'm not <laughs> talking. I don't want to talk yeah. to you. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And, and the and the gophers, uh, you know, they have probably you're probably getting the more drastic colors with the gophers, mm-hmm. and, you know. So so there's that, and and, it, and you know if if you're a person who's just kind of dipping their feet in the pits and just trying to kind of see what they're all about, gophers are probably the way to go, just because they're more on the smaller end i mean they're full grown they're, they're probably comparable to a full grown king or um uh corn even just a, lot, a little thicker you know i mean they're topping out about five and six for most of them so mm-hmm. so nice. yeah that, i mean so they all have their own thing and you know one day i'll prefer pine one day i'll prefer bull. <laughs> yeah i guess that is a hard question you know I, I hate asking people that but you know i just i was just curious if you had one you know i know it's so hard to choose people ask me oh what's your favorite snake i'm like i i don't know yeah, like and- right now like my pits are my favorite animals i love my pits yeah. but it's like you know my my west pop ones are you know those yeah, I was gonna say don't my let entire them life. Here. Yeah, that that is my entire life. So I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna have to change your handle name. You're gonna have to be JLB Chewolfus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know about all that now. I don't know about all that. Uh, I do want. I do want a lot of pits, but I don't think they'll ever compare to how many IJs I'm gonna have. Compared. They're just. Oh. And, and, you know, and, and you have such diversity, too, with the bulls. I'm looking at my uh, Hypo Kingsville Red right now, and it, it has more of that uh, kind of rougher keel scale compared mm-hmm. to some of the uh, smoother scale, like uh, Stillwaters or even the Kankakee are a little smoother, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's, just a, it's just about that adaptation and that locality and just mm-hmm. that you know thriving in our natural beauty that kind of gets me geeking out you know that it's just one of those things where you know we talk about australian pythons a lot and we're anywhere like oh gosh you know how cool it would be to be on australian see all these gorgeous animals but at the same time you know there's plenty of attractive stuff in our own backyard you know and it, mm-hmm. there's no morphs involved and yeah. I, I'd like to. I, I at least like to humor myself and think that you know Australians are thinking about pine snakes or yeah. snakes when they're going to bed yeah, at night. You know, so, yeah. or well, even garter snakes. I, I think that's the... why I've been wanting the local stuff is because just in the last, I don't know, maybe two or three years, I've just had much more of an appreciation for the stuff we have here because of that very thing. Where I'm like, man, there's someone mm-hmm. somewhere who would kill to find this garter snake that's covered right. in spray paint in their yeah. backyard. <laughs> yeah, and then you got good. I, you know, I'm just relieved if I hear somebody call it a garter snake instead of a garden snake. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> or a grass snake. I saw a grass snake. <laughs> Not in the U.S. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, and you yeah. know, we, me and Justin have, you know, we've talked about, you know, keeping yellow rat snakes, you know, some of your, you know, like the Easterns that we have here. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the, yeah. the locals are yeah, just lo- so cool. Yeah, and, and that whole locality thing, I mean, uh, rat snakes are probably my second love. I just love that that same, you know, like I'm looking at uh, some golf hammocks of mine now, which are probably one of my favorite snakes in my whole room. And um, I just I just love how that, you know, blending of different cultures created this, or not cultures, but different uh, environments mm-hmm. created uh, the, the snake, you know, and it's thrived, you know, and. It's just, I don't know, it's just it's one of those things that geek out about, just, you know, natural beauty, locale, you know, 
you're only going to see this particular snake in this small, you know, right. section of the world in, in the wild, you know, and there's no morphs or science recreating this. It's just, you know, <laughs> it's natural just beauty. Pure natural. Well, we talked beauty. about, like, it's, I'm surprised as nobody really does anything with yellow rats. But mm-hmm. I feel like if you bred them and you got a couple generations in, you'd get some really clean, get some good clean looking stuff. yellow rats. Yeah. Cause that's another one that gets to a really hefty size. Yeah, yellow rats yeah. actually get big. I pulled one out of a chicken coop. She was every bit of seven foot, like easy. She was huge. What? I swear, dude, she was the biggest yellow rat I've ever seen. I'm, I was probably, yeah, I wasn't that. I haven't grown much over the past couple of years, but I had her up above my head, and her her head was on the ground striking at me. It, she was yeah. the biggest yellow rat I've ever seen. But you know, you know, my room was primarily Pituopus, but I, I would say if I had to pick one snake that gives me more of a trouble than anything else in my whole room, it, it's probably my female Texas rat. I'm basically guaranteed <laughs> to to get bit every time I go in there. No way. Yeah. Well, Do you have any beards? Yeah. No, I. You know, <sighs> I just. I don't know what it is it bad. I just I just never I never got into the bears. And you know shame on you. You know, <laughs> you know and, and part of it probably is I've never seen them in person. So maybe they looked a lot different, you know. They do. So I'll give you the pictures don't the benefit of the doubt. I got to say yeah. if you saw the the you babies the, metallic the, sheen. the the babies yeah. that Dude, you picked up You got to see one before you leave tonight cuz right. some of the orange on that one is starting to come through and hot damn that Dude, thing is sexy. You you show I saw you you, uh, you Justin you work with the Texas, right? I've got a pair of Mexicans and then two are Loma Altas that I got from Dan Parker and then the other two are randos that I have no background information on. I posted a picture of one mm. of the babies a while back that's super dirty and super dark. And some guy was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I think that's a cross. And it might be, but I don't think it is because I got the clutch mate. The clutch mate looks nothing like it. But sure. I could have got played. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Just going to grow it uh, out yeah. and see what it looks like. And if you want to talk about locality, I mean, shit, my, my trans Pecos, I mean, those, those are, I mean, Dude. They, those look so totally different. You know, I, I have these, uh, what's called the uh, Black Gap from Black Gap, yep. Texas. I mean, they look so, so different than uh, than the normal blondes I have. It's funny, I the Black like... Gap Alterna stand out from the other, all the other localities of Alterna. Yeah, it, it's, something, it's something out there, yeah. yeah Alterna, it's another one, you know, just a locality. I'm I'm really partial. It was on my bucket list for a while to uh, get some river roads. I've had Alternas in the past, the Blair phase, but mm-hmm. I always wanted the river, river roads. Speaking uh, never... of Alterna, my dad has two yeah. that are about to, that are about to give him their prelay shit. Ooh. Yeah, those those are another cool snake. You know, they don't they they don't get enough love. I think you know. Well, Uh, I remember like they had a time. They had a heyday. Yeah, late nineties, early early two thousands. Yeah, Yeah, they used to like Mm -hmm. they used to be have a really big following, and then it's like that kind of died out. And uh, Mm -hmm. I love them because they're just so mellow compared to the easterns. They're so chill. (laughs) Yeah, like I've never had a gray band even try to bite me. I definitely agree with that for sure. Yeah, and, and a lot of that stuff too. Like I, I remember with the alternatives when they first became popular with the hobby, and even even with the Miami phase corns, a lot of them weren't eating because a lot of them were wild caught. So mm-hmm. I remember as a kid having a scent almost everything, but now that's all pretty much bred out with all the captive breeding and mm-hmm. going on. So my dad has some wild yeah, caught ones. Oh, good. Yeah. 
those are, I mean, those are one of those snakes where if you show somebody who, you know, never seen a snake oh, before, yeah. they're like, oh my God, I'll, what, a, what a beautiful thing. I had no idea snakes look like this, you know. Mm-hmm. This, and the, and the variety, the variety mm-hmm. they come into, man, it's the right. and I, it's I, insane. I, yeah, and I think that's, I think that's what's one of the best things about pits is I've taken mm-hmm. people into my room who have never seen many snakes or certainly never held one, and I'll take out, you know, this big pituopus and and you know a big bull, and they're and they're looking at you with those, you know, preocular scales, you know, and they're that frown, they look so intimidating, even yeah. if they can hiss. And I'll take it out, you know, I'll rub the header a little bit, and it's, it's tame as can be, and then I'll give it to this person and you know, who's never touched a snake, and here they are walking in, seeing this giant, intimidated-looking snake, thinking it's, you know, like an alligator, mm-hmm. and then they're holding it like it's, you know, you know, like it's nothing, and, and you overcome a lot of that initial fear and that apprehension because, you know, the, they're thinking snakes are slimy and smooth, and here you take out this... Uh, rough keel scaled thing that looks like it's going to kill you and puppy dog tame and and you're conquering a lot of fear just with that education and knowledge you know and Mm -hmm. just that hands-on experience and and that's what it's all about i mean i'm not you know i don't want to get on a soapbox too much but uh you know i've never really been into a ball python morphs just because you know, I remember back in the day where you could get, you know, you reach your hand in a, a, a tank at a pet shop and pull out a ball python for ten bucks. You know, yeah, it was kind of a junk snake, and a lot, and a lot of this genealogy, people don't even know what they're working with and whatnot. But at the end of the day, when I try to stay positive about it, I mean, if it's bringing more people into the hobby, and you know, maybe the first couple of snakes are a ball python morph, but if it gets yeah. them into a show and, yeah. and it shows them these other right. things, you know, that's. We're all, we're all on the same team at the end of the day, you know. I yeah. will give credit where credit is due about yeah. certain individuals and certain species that those certain individuals got their name yeah. from. Um, yeah, like like a gateway and <laughs> a gateway animal. If if there's, you will. I mean, if you go yeah, to exactly. if there's one one contribution they've made, it's they got the hobby in front of more people than anybody else did. Yeah. Sure, sure, right, and and you know a lot of the shows. Frankly, you'll go. I don't know how many shows you guys go to now, and and I, I don't go to many myself. But, um, you know, it's it's mostly you know your leopard geckos, your crested geckos, and your ball pythons. And occasionally, it will be a colubrid table or something else. But mm-hmm. in the last yeah. few years, I've noticed <laughs> even the smaller local shows, you're you're seeing a rise in that, and I think more people. Getting into the clue reds and they're you know they're expanding their stuff and I, and I think they're going to have kind of a, I think basically ball pythons and a lot of the morphs in general have kind of plateaued. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I think, think we're in a kind of a turning point. I, I think we're I think I we're think heading. So I, I don't think we're at it yet, but I think it's we're heading we're heading wide. towards. Yeah, no, I'm saying we're heading sure. towards a come down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're not like at we're the come down yet, but we're hitting the peak. And yeah. now we're yeah. we're gonna ride out this peak for a little bit, and then eventually mm-hmm. it's gonna start trickling mm-hmm. down, and nobody's gonna care about well, ball like, No, I'm just kidding. I wonder <laughs> though. I, this is something I think about on a regular basis. Is at what like when are we gonna hit a ceiling with ball python morphs? A genetic morphs? wall. Like when are we gonna hit that? Is it ever gonna happen? Like I would have, I would have guessed like five years ago. But like, is it gonna get to a point where we're just producing animals that literally like just don't survive out of the egg? Like, there's so I mean, much going on. Uh, to do a Punnett square and some of these even basic oh morphs, God. I don't the even know how five you do genes. it. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, 
I remember early on, I, I think it was like a bumblebee or something. You know, I thought they looked pretty cool. And then here I find out, you know, it, it's not like you could take two bumblebees and breed them together and get bumblebees. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's... so it's just, I, I, I mean, it's not for me. And on top of that, you know, a lot of the reason I like the pits and the rats and the Australian pythons is personality. And you don't, yeah, I mean, mm. you just don't get that with the, with the ball python, but you know. I, I find if it, your, if it gets your foot in the door, you know. And that's where I find ball pythons to be a good ambassador animal almost because the large, large, large don't get me wrong, I've seen some dickhead ball pythons, but the large <laughs> the large, large majority are are, you know, very handleable. And <clears throat> giving sure. somebody you know, a, a positive opportunity with, you know, a small ball python, you know, they're cute, you know, they're soft, they're really chill, they're not trying to run. It's a positive interaction. And, right. you know, any form of positivity in the hobby and towards snakes with new people is good. You know what I mean? I don't care how big or how small, it's always going to help. Positivity in, this, positivity in this hobby in general good yes especially exactly these days right especially since forums and all this other i mean it's, yes it's, yeah, speaking yeah. of dighead snakes congratulations on whatever demon that possessed your brettles for leaving its body yeah my brettles is actually oh. yeah she's actually really chill now. he messaged me I, the other night he's like dude i don't know what so happened chill now i don't know what happened i used to not be able to even come close to her she would when you were at work one day i got a priest to come over and we exercised the demon yes yeah. Yes, her her wa- her water is now blessed yeah. with holy water. Yeah. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> I couldn't even. I could. She would hit the cage or like her tub when I walked by. She was she was just mean. But I guess she's just hit that mature maturity age and size where she's like, all right, I, I don't care anymore. You know, I had her out the other you know, day. She was just cruising around while I cleaned her like, thing. What am I she didn't. She didn't. Yeah, she didn't even look at me sideways. You know, and I still. But the thing is, Something's I still right. don't trust her because, like, there's been <laughs> yeah. so many times where I've just been holding her, and she'll just like nail my forearm. And I'm like, what the? Why? Why did you do that? Like, you were just moving around. So, like, I still don't trust her. But like, she was totally fine. Didn't get act act twitchy, defensive, nothing. She just didn't care. And I was like, huh. Well, you know, and I've I've noticed some not not to that extreme, but I've noticed your more you know intelligent alert animals. I think I think of the brettles, the the pits, and the woomas I've worked with. Oh man! And they and they seem to just kind of they kind of have more of an understanding of what's going on. And like I said before, they're a little neurotic. And and I I don't know if this applies to other stuff. I've only ever tried it with woomas and some of my bulls, but. I've had some. Uh, I'm looking at one right now, actually. This this uh, hypo Stillwater, and for whatever reason, she was fine. And then one day, she decided that she just hates the world, and she would full on just lunge and strike at the cage anytime you walk past it. And so what I did, I, what I ended up doing is I put her in a snake bag, and I put her in the car, and I drove her around a couple blocks. <laughs> And I put her back in, left her alone for a day or two. And it kind of, I don't know what the hell it is, but it kind of reset her. I don't know. What? Just that, just that moving around, and she's completely handleable now. And I've, I've done that with Wumas too. I, it just. No. Parents used to do that with me when way. I was a baby. 
Yeah, it's it's I, something about resetting the motors. That I, is, I, I, you know, I've never I heard that. There are people yeah, who have done like that a, with baby condors that wouldn't eat. They'd take them for a car yeah. ride and they'd come back and they'd eat no problem. That's you know, I can't so speak weird. to the. I, I can't. I can't speak to the science of it. I can just tell you, you know, that it's worked for me, and I'm not exactly sure why. But I just all I can think of as it relates to the rumors and the pitches, they seem to be more alert and neurotic. Mm-hmm. And that is that's I insane. Think it's just that kind of feeling of motion. Emotion. I've moving, never, maybe. I've oh. never once heard that. I've never no? heard of somebody bringing their snake on a car ride to induce, you know, something. That's insane. I've no, never, just, I've never heard that. That is so interesting. Yeah. Uh, wow. I'm not saying it's gonna necessarily work every time. Well, right, you know, right. It, it's, it's, it's worth a try. You know, if yeah. you're having a snake that's prolonged, you know, aggression or something. That's so, wow. You know, I wonder, you know. I wonder if that would work for my sister when she's being, you know, uh, can't help you there, take buddy. her on a car ride, like chill. What are you keeping as far as Australian pythons? Oh, right now I got the Woomas. I got some Spotteds. I got some Children's. Uh, I got a Brittles. Uh, I got I got a rescue. Uh, I got a rescue uh, carpet, uh, jungle, and diamond mix. So it's just a it's just a lone male. I don't I got it as a rescue. So mm. you know it's just kind of a, more of a display animal in school. Not um, that. And then I got um, well, I guess it's not technically Australian, more New Guinea, but uh, my savus. Ooh, I forgot so, you had those. Oh man, tell me yeah. more. Tell me more. Did he have a new car? I, it, it, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's it's it's. it's it's that like you know, not to make fun of you when you're down, but just that you know, that whole Maclot thing. It's that uh, Aesis in general, man, are just a fun, fun ass species. You know, I just they're uh, technically pr- pronounced saus. In case anybody knows, dude, shut. No one sa- would know that. Sa- shut up. I'm serious. Sa- I swear, sa- dude. Sa- I swear to God. That's I, how the natives pronounce. I just. I want to. I, I want to stab. Book. I want to stab you so bad right now. What? What? I, oh man. You can call oh, me out on stuff, but I say you pronounce Savu and Sau. I, I didn't say I was, anything. You want to go? I didn't say anything. <laughs> You're oh man. You, um, just well, saying. Well, my bucket list animal. My bucket list animal for sure. I want to work with one day is olive pythons. I've loved those oh. for years. I just have never got around to pulling the trigger on them. Instead of olive pythons, you should get Apodora. You know, I've I've That's... heard that, but there's just something about that. Like I said, that genus Lyesis. I've worked with white lips in the past, and I just I don't know, man. But see, they're so about... they're so similar, just more badass. That's the thing. No, I've certainly heard that. It's like a timeout. No, olives, olives, olives versus Apodora. Oh, uh, I thought you were saying white lips. I was like, what planet are you on right now? White lips versus what? Apodora. (laughs) Oh, what about them? You were like, I thought you were saying they were similar. Oh, no. I was like, in what universe? No, no, no. Just... (laughs) In general, you, you like had, that, you guys, you guys had an episode about those, right? Apodora, yeah, we did with yeah, Western uh, yeah. So. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, no, they sound cool, and uh, you know, I'm not opposed to that. I'm not into I, it. I just, I'm I think, I, you know, in my opinion, they're basically like I don't get the olive pythons on steroids with that are way smarter well, and way stronger, and just oh, they're so cool. Oh man, I really, yeah, really I mean, like Apodora. <laughs> I, 
I want I want all the pythons for a very long time, mm. and uh, I never pulled the trigger. And I, and I actually, it's it's kind of what led me to uh, I kept African house snakes for a while just because. Oh, uh, see, those are cool. Uh, those are cool. Those, those I yeah. want. Those were the olive snake. I'm, uh, I I could go on all day about the lampros. Man, those are those are a weird weird animal. <laughs> I, I could tell you stories. Oh my gosh. Did you ever breed them or did I you had, just have them? Oh. You couldn't not breed <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exaggerating when oh I say I have produced five, six clutches a year from a single pairing. What? Breeding machines. Yeah, they hold, they they hold the sperm or something. I don't. I, I've never. So naturally, naturally. Uh oh. Um. Oh wait. I, I thought, I I thought you know that they were slugs when she threw them. But I incubated them just to be on the safe side, and they all they all came out. And you know, it would here she'd go again, you know, with the prelay shed and everything, and and they were all viable. I mean, granted, as it got down to one of the later clutches, you know, the numbers decreased and stuff. But I mean, they're the most prolific snake I've ever encountered in my life. I've wanted and, some for a really long time. It, it, it's it's to the it was to the point. Because they're they're kind of like the hog nose, like the western hogs. They're very sexually dimorphic, mm-hmm. and um, I, but I couldn't get any size on my female because she was always losing body mass because she's she was grabbing she's more than she was laying eggs you know. constantly. Yeah, it's like a chicken. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and we had talked, and Justin, I had talked to you about this before too. But uh, I honestly think there there's some. I, I see more python traits in them than I do. Oh yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, Kluber chase. Yeah, the, the 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 feeding response, the holding of the sperm, even the the look of the head shape. Well, it says like a small python. Someone thing. needs to write Ray Hoser and tell him to go check him out. Oh my God, shut up, shut yeah. up. Now I now now we actually are gonna fight. This is now this is a, all right. I, let's go. Come here, time to time to do this. Let's go. Come on, let's Sit fight. down, young blood. I will eat your head. <laughs> eat your head. Oh boy, that's a hard no. Hard no. So you guys, do you, you guys, uh, you guys make it up this way ever? Have you uh, ever made it to Tinley? I've never, I've never been to Tinley. I've been to Wisconsin several times, but I've well, never, I, yeah. I've never yeah, we been established to that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know. So, yeah, but... I, I'm embarrassed. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that I've never been either. It's only about it. It's only about a six-hour drive for me, but wow. every every time I've had a chance to go, something always falls through at the last minute, and I've I've never been myself. How come every time I think of Wisconsin, I think of Wayne's World? I'm, I I don't I, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you, bud. I think it's because they went and saw Alice Cooper in Milwaukee, and then they did the little montage of them running through the brewery. It could be. Know. I don't know. Uh, there's scenes. There's scenes of Tommy Boy here. Uh, I'm just to go through Chippewa. That's a that's a town close by. Um, yeah, Wisconsin's cool if, if you've never been. Jake can tell you. Jake can keep you. Jake can Jake can keep you warm. It gets pretty cold. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you guys even have a but, summer? Do you know what the sun is? <laughs> uh, they they say the scenes in Wisconsin are uh, almost winter, winter, past winter, and then roll. Because all I think of is like this. Sort of clouded, frozen wasteland where it, everyone it, just eats cheese. It, it, the winters are just insanely like the cold, the snow. I woke up. I woke up a couple months ago. See, this would have been like January, 
I woke up one day this past January. It was negative twenty five. Just the temperature. No, it was, it was like. Thank you. Yeah. 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 When Hell I was to the nose. I was born in January in Wisconsin, and my you parents came out said, as a little ice cube. My parents said it was about thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. My parents said it was about thirty below when I was the day yeah. I was born. It, may, it, may, it, it makes it tough, Jake. Yeah. Exactly. That's why. You came out on a that's why I'm so, on a that's why I'm so scrappy, man. I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> I don't know. Like I like the cold, but when you get to ridiculous amounts of snow and negative temperatures like that, I draw the line. Yeah, that's yeah. There, there's definitely a happier medium in Wisconsin. We get both the cold and there's snow. And this this past year was real bad. But, Hell no. I'm actually closer where I'm in Wisconsin. I'm actually closer to um, like the Twin Cities. It's about a, Twin Cities in Minnesota, about an hour and a half drive from me. So, how far are you from Canada? Uh, if I keep going north, I think I hit Canada. Like I don't know. I think it's probably like a five, six hour drive north, maybe. Oh. Hmm. So I'm not very good with geography. Either, I'm not but, either. Uh, I'm trying to figure, a, uh, just trying to remember which states Wisconsin is nestled between. Yeah, if you keep going north, eventually you'll hit it. That's all I know. Yeah, it's across. A little hop and a skip. It's across the pond, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we got we we got a lot of cool stuff nearby. Like we, you know, you know, Claire. Like um, let's see, like two miles uh, south is Wisconsin Dells. That's pretty cool. And then, like I said, I'm near the Twin Cities, and they got the Mall of America mm. there. You know, the biggest mall. It's it's all right. The summers are nice. I, but yeah, it's it, it's hard it's hard to get cigar smoking weather outside. I'm looking at about yeah. Two. I can only imagine so. that frustration. We we were smoking yeah. in my buddy's shed when we got like what was it three or four inches year before last. Mm-hmm. And we were all huddled around yeah. a cardboard box with an ashtray on it. My buddy's shed yeah. smoking. And like, what, <laughs> the power was out, so we're like, what the hell else we're we gonna yeah. do? Yeah, it's just not the same, you know, in a garage heater that you you're, you're producing more saliva and stuff, and you're, it's affecting mm-hmm. the taste, and it's it's not enjoyable and relaxing, you know, like it should be. I want to be out. I want to be outside with my coffee, podcast, the herbicultural podcast, <laughs> the conjurecast, you know, the conjurecast, smoke some cigars, watch some birds, mm-hmm. relax, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So what's the? I mean, with the saus. Are you going to breed yeah. those? Like, I remember years ago, uh, those seemed to be not that hard to come across. And then all of a sudden, within the last, I don't know, maybe six or seven years, it seems like they're really hard to come across. Well, the breeding with them is really tricky. Um, it, it's not so much temperature you need to cycle them through. It's, you're trying to recreate a rainy season. So it's basically I'm misting for like a week or two prior before I put them together. And mm-hmm. it's just, you, have just a, you have just a very small window uh, with those guys, but I've only I've had them for like probably ooh, six or seven years, and I think I've had them produce w- once. Yeah, because Michael Pinnell has some, and he produ- he got some eggs. I don't know if he ever got any babies from. Them. I know Gary Schiavino has some. I don't know if he's bred his yet or not, though. It's just like they used to be well, not they're, that they're, hard to find. Now that's like yeah, they've gone up in price, and they're it, harder to come across. And they're really cool, um, just because of the octogenial. Uh, color change that go mm-hmm. for i mean the babies look nothing like the adults the, the color changes the pattern changes you know but yeah they're a super they're a super cool animal i, I can only imagine i guess that i guess that's what the mac lots and the olives would be like but i mean the most pain i've ever had a snake induce me is when this like 
four or five foot Sevu came out and he wrapped himself around my wedding finger, my Ooh, wedding band, man. and basic and he basically like <laughs> he basically like uh, you know pressed my wedding ring t- against my neighboring finger and it was the most unbearable pain a snake has ever I mean they're so ridiculously <laughs> strong just that memorial nature muscle. about them oh yeah this, I mean you would not believe how strong they are it's just because they don't look I mean they're probably like I said four five feet and they're just incredibly strong but yeah they're hmm. they're cool I I, I mean this could, it's, it's a good balance when you got you know mainly pits and rats and you can come over here and Get a change of pace with these guys. You, you need know, some bear. Keeps man. you on your toes. I'll tell you what. If uh, if I if I see some in person, I don't know, I, I, I bet you I, I very well could be swayed. I gotta like the ones he just got. Like I, your low mouths are gonna be. Slick. Those ones you just got. Yeah, those dude, are gonna the, be I, hot. the babies. I just they're. I'm not gonna. Lie, I was blown away. I saw them and I was like, "That those are those are freaking cool." Uh, they they really yeah. are. I I, I saw it, them and I low key wanted some. <laughs> They're really yeah. cool. I mean, unless you got a really good camera, it's it's hard to capture a lot of the iridescence right. in some animals, you know. So I think that'd be one of those that you got to cap to see in person, sort of thing. So they're just like they're gunmetal, like they're metallic. And then the yeah, depending on what there, locality they the, have that outline orange skin under the you know in between the scales and it's just it's like the coolest freaking thing. I want I, I want I wonder what the purpose of that color is like. What are they blending in with? You know why are Mostly they why are they gunmetal? Yeah, it's it's an odd combination. But there's so many rednecks. There's just like guns everywhere. Yeah, so they just yeah, hide on they the hide barrels in between all the uh, yeah. high points and <laughs> yeah, all yeah, the high points. The they uh, they yeah, actually they actually inhabit Bass uh, Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> that's that's where they're from. This is that's a Bass a, Pro Shop yeah. locality. Uh, yeah, Baird's Rat Sporting Goods. <laughs> Gander Mountain in Wisconsin. Yeah, I know y'all got one out that's there. That's right. That's right. Yeah. oh man oh dude we got a culver's in pooler georgia what is that dude when we take justin i do need to take justin when i when me and my dad saw that we got a culver's in georgia we went as soon as we heard it it's like it's it's classy fast food that's the way I yeah. say it. They call like, that Chick Fil A in these like, parts. Homie. It's this is the northern version of Chick Fil A, just Wait, better. I'll go there if we can go to Chili's. Do we always go to Chili's? What? <laughs> I've taken you to Chili's a million times. It's been like you. Three. You got to introduce. You got to introduce Justin to some cheese curds, man. Dude. I, I thought I've had those okay. at Buffalo Wild okay. Wings. No, dude, just no. So I thought I, I I was so sheltered. I thought everybody knew what cheese curds. No, dude. We've got them at B They're great, dude. What's just, the difference between those and other ones? Ooh, ooh. Like legitimately, I'm asking because I don't you're, know. You're treading on thin ice, buddy. You take yeah, about twenty percent. Uh, Are they supposed to be fried? <laughs> yes, they're supposed to be fried. But this is Wisconsin cheese. All right. Yeah. There's there's a difference. Yeah, Culver's Culver's does some good cheese curds. Yeah. I gotta say though, the the one down here, it's not like a, it's not a Wisconsin Culver's. Like they say, Obviously, wi- it's they say Georgia. Wisconsin cheese, you know, <laughs> they say Wisconsin cheese on the thing, but I, I taste it. I'm like, eh, I don't know if this is Wisconsin cheese. It, it, but, it was actually supposed to be an IHOP. They just got it mixed up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but regardless, it's still good, and I love it. And I was so excited to have one, even though it's like a 45 Let's go minute Sunday. drive. Sunday, sure. I don't care. Let's do it. Chilies. 
Oh my god. <laughs> we'll go Maybe to we'll first. go to we'll spend we'll hang out for the day. We'll, we'll get go, we'll apps go to, at Culver's and then we'll get dinner. No, we'll we'll eat lunch at Culver's. Go find snakes or something and then at dinner we'll go to Chili's. Yeah. How about that? But, butter, butter burger it up, man. <laughs> what is that? It's Culver's. You got to find out. I don't want to ruin. I don't want to ruin. I've never day. even heard of this place. <laughs> you know, dude. You know, oh, you, you have will live. It's a Wisconsin. Uh, I think they might have started in Wisconsin. There's yeah, no, that's that's where that's where Culver's started is Wisconsin. You know, literally on the cover here they say Wisconsin cheese. You know, and it's it's a Wisconsin thing. So riddle riddle me this: what's what's different about Wisconsin cheese if it's coming from cows and stuff? No, it's just. It's better. Is there a process that's, that's different? Is it because it's kept ice cold year round? Wisconsin does uh, three things well: it's, uh, beer, cheese, and, and and drunk college girls. That's what we got. We got. Yeah. So, yeah. No. I thought that was pretty equal try, opportunity with any college, but I'm sure. If you if you look at if you look at any like survey about like the drunkest cities in America, like top five or six of them are all Wisconsin cities. Yeah. It's just, it's, we have the worst roads in America, so we fly that flag proudly. We 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 have to get through the winter somehow, man. And it's butter yeah. burgers and alcohol. Yeah. That's... What is a butter burger? Is it a burger slathered in butter? You know, dude, we'll go to it's just tell me. It's, it's good for. I'm not gonna give away any secrets. It's good for your heart. Sounds, it's, a lot of, you it's, know. it's good for your heart. Trust me. It'll make your soul. Is happy. it like a burger with butter pads like <laughs> stuffed in it, and you just eat them raw? That's it. That's exactly it. Ask for that when you're there. Yep. <laughs> and you gotta, he's gotta try the custard too. What is that? The frozen custard, oh, God, dude. You don't know what custard is, dude? Oh my God. Get out of here. We need to, we need to educate you. Not a damn Yankee. I don't know these things. No, duh, dude. Not Yankee. Not a Yankee. No, nope. yeah. no. Wisconsin's not Yankee. You gotta go. You gotta go more to the right for that. You ain't from here. They're Midwesterners. You're right? a Yankee. No. New. That's like saying somebody from North Carolina is a Yankee. Yeah. No. Shut up. Anything <laughs> above you're, the you're, you're, you're literally you're literally the worst. You know that. Yeah, this whole episode, I can't. I can't. I have been able to stand you. I hope you know that. I'm just playing, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna make your pee hole bigger. No, I don't. Definitely don't. You need to stop playing with that gutter, dude. It's been very distracting. But. Anyways, the real fidget spinner, the original <laughs> cigar cutter. Well, that's Smitty, right. what what time we got on the an hour and a half? Hour and a half. So that's usually about our our closing time. Uh, so do you have do you have any closing remarks about Pituofis or Wisconsin or cigars or Culvers? Oh, any closing God, remarks I, for I, us? I, mean, I could talk on in about any one of those things. But, uh, <laughs> What about like, smoking uh, cigars like, in Culver's <laughs> while holding a snake? Uh, while holding a snake. I, I, I've got kicked out of many of Culver's for that exact reason. No, <laughs> man. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Um, oh, I, I mean, all, all, all the things you mentioned, I would, uh, I would say, give them all a try. Cigars, mm-hmm. pits, Culver's. I mean, they're all. They're all worth, uh, Cigar smoking worth should be public in all, or should be allowed in all public locations, minus the Chuck E. Cheese or other. Minus the Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, it's but, good for you. Yeah, sure. It's better than that vaping garbage. Oh, don't get me started on that. Do it. <laughs> no, we're not gonna. Uh, no, let's let's not. <laughs> but, anyways, 
Well, anything else you want to add in? You, you say that Smitty? because you're smoking on your little thingy, your little jewel. Little jewel. Make fun of my jewel, man. <laughs> Looks like a thumb drive. Dude, leave me I don't alone. Know if I should plug it into my computer or smoke it. Leave me alone. Just stop. Nope, I got <laughs> nothing else, man. I just really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man. It was. Just, oh this was, no, it's been a pleasure, man. This time, was time flew. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Guys. Yeah, no, you definitely, definitely taught me a whole lot today. So that's you. Oh, good. Yeah. You, you, you helped me out a ton. You. I've you actually learned something. I've actually been meaning to message good. you, but I was like, ah, we're gonna do an episode soon. It'll be way easier yeah. to just go over this about some sure, of the stuff because sure. I had I, I had questions about the temps and stuff and. uh yeah, for so. sure. Yeah, um, yeah. There's just a they're incredible species. You you found that out. They're addicting. Yep. I mean, just, I, and, I and, do. And, and like you said too. And like you said too. I mean, a lot of them are pretty affordable. Yeah, and they you really just, are. That's that, and that's something that I like. You know, and that's another thing. You know, with like the the West Popwins. You know, they're not that expensive of snakes. Just the I wild looked up types. the Northerns the other day on King Snake, and they were. I saw one Northern on there that was like two hundred bucks, which yeah. seemed kind of high to me. No, oh. What? It seems like a bit much. Two hundred isn't high for a snake know. that I really want for me. Honestly, it, it, it's not. Yeah. For what it was, uh, I was just like, it's not. Uh, I don't know. And some of it too, you know, especially with keen snake and stuff. Some of it too. A lot of this pricing is subjective. Like, uh, you know, recently about a year or two ago, the uh, the black the black pines became threatened. So anybody with black pines decided that they were gonna skyrocket the price just because you know. Of availability, but mm. you know, you know how that goes. Right. And the the Ruth the Ruth and I out of Louisiana had this. It just it all cycles around, mm. you know. But it's it, I mean you, it, it's arbitrary. You're gonna pay right. for that locality. I mean. Yeah. It, that that so, is that's my thing, man. Like if it's a locality that I really want, two hundred for a single animal isn't isn't bad in my. I just know, didn't. I thought they would head. be something on the lower end because I thought they'd be a little more common. But I guess no. I feel like the I feel like the, I, don't know. I feel like the pine snakes in general aren't as common. Like the bull snakes, you know, you can pick up a bull snake for sixty to seventy five bucks, you know. Um, but you know, I feel like the pine snakes just aren't as common nowadays you know i could be wrong you know again i'm still yeah, the, the, the pine snakes at least right now the, the market seems to uh you know uh, bear a higher price and they seem mm-hmm. to be a little more desirable right. um some of the higher end bull morphs you know go right some money but of course the more another thing too is you know not like your Papuans or your ijs or whatever you want to call them <laughs> uh, um you could, you know, if you picked up a bull snake at a, a show, you could, you know, stop at a Home Depot on the way home, just, you know, get something at least temporarily and yeah. not to worry about extreme heating, lighting, and stuff like you would. I mean, that just goes to the hardiness I was right. talking about earlier, you know. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah pit. Pit you office, man. Just just That's do it. The way. <laughs> just get yeah, some. Mucus, <laughs> mem- mu- mucus membrane out. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome! But we really appreciate you coming on, man. Oh, anytime, man. Thanks, thanks, there, thanks again, guys. If anybody wants to get a hold of you about availability or anything like that, do you have? You don't have a page. Oh, page. you just got your personal. I don't, I don't have a business page right now. I think the best way uh, to get a hold of me, I'm pretty active on social media, particularly Instagram. Just uh, Noah Zlesnik. I think my handle. I think my handle on Instagram is mrz49 or something right now. Yeah, but, that's, um, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so fa- I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, probably more than my wife wants me to be. But I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> active on the social media. Yeah. So uh, 
that's the best way to get a hold of me. Send me a message. I'm usually pretty good about uh, returning messages and whatnot. So yeah, we'll be sure to tag guys. We'll be sure to tag Noah in when we post this and all that. So it'll be a good time. All right, man. But, you can get a bunch of friend right. requests from people in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. <laughs> but all right, man. We really appreciate it, brother. All right, man, guys. Yeah, Take man. We'll Take talk soon. All right. 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 Bye. Bye. Forty-one. That was a good one. Yeah, it was. That was a good one. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Freaking crybo. (sighs) Can't believe you say crybo. I'm sorry. You're just. You're the worst. Well. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in to yet another episode of the Herpeticulture Podcast. Subscribe, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Um, we have shirts available, as always. Bazing! Get you a shirt, because they're cool. Yeah. Shout out to Ryan Duran who wore one at the Venom hey, Houston Venom Conference. Yeah. Thought that was pretty cool. Shout out to Ryan. Ryan's awesome. Uh, Yep. What else? Uh, Carpet Fest. Carpet Fest Ooh, yeah, Northeast. I guess we, we haven't. Yeah, I did order I a shirt. Get a shirt uh, guys, order your shirts for Northeast Carpet Fest. Only um, f- probably four more days. There's I not think. many days yeah. left to get one. But if anybody doesn't know, we haven't talked about this yet on the show. So well, they haven't even started auctions or anything yet. Wait, I realize that, but it's coming up. Like, I know. It's, We're it's like in a, but that's what I'm saying. We just need to talk three about Three weeks the, out. Yeah, if anybody doesn't know about Carpet Fest, it's June 8th in uh, Warminster, Pennsylvania. Um, I will be there. Justin, unfortunately, will not be. Um, but if you're to be there, want to hang out, hit me up. Um, if you didn't know about it, now you do. And if, if you don't in, know, now you know. Yeah. And if you want to go, go just join the Facebook group. Let Eric Burke know or own McIntyre. Get with them. They can tell you what you need to bring. It's going to be a good time. If you can make it, you're in the Pennsylvania area or somewhere close. Or even if you're a couple hours away, you should make the drive. It'll I'm, dri- be fun. I'm driving. I'm so bummed I'm not going. I'm driving 10 and a half hours to make it to this thing. I don't I don't want excuses from anybody. See, that's crazy because when we go to Tennessee, it's like a <clears> nine-hour <throat> drive. And to think that it's almost the same distance to West Tennessee, it's, yeah. I don't know. But hmm. I'm bummed, man. I'm I want to go. Yeah, I, it's it's going to be a long drive, dude, by myself, too. I, I haven't oh, yeah, found, I, I never found. Going. Yeah, Ty's yeah. not going now. I know I got everybody's hopes up with seeing my 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 buddy, but he's not coming with. And I tried to get. Um, another buddy to come with, but he couldn't get off work. And so the struggle. It looks like I'm going to be huffing it by myself. But if anybody is in the South Carolina area, somewhere close, or if you're in Florida and you want to drive to me, you feel like riding down, and you're not a crazy person, I'd be open to it if you want to you know, ride on Emphasis down. Emphasis on not being a serial killer. Yeah, let's not do that. That's not cool. Nope. I'd, I'd rather at least know you a little bit. So, if you're a complete stranger, I might I might have to say no. But thank you to our sponsor, Fishhead Diagnostics. Yes, Doctor Susan As and always. Pia. Um, follow me. 
on Facebook and social media at Palmetto Coast Exotics. And as always, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at JLB Morelia. Be excellent. Yeah, get you some Pituophis, guys. I don't think uh, I don't think you'll regret it. Pitch in on Pituophis. Pitch in, pitch in on the pits, bruh. All right, get some. Ending it. Ending it there. Ending it there. Episode forty-one. Good night. Later.